Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Television Archive, a show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Death Note. Today we will be discussing episode 33, titled Scorn. Uh, Alright, bunch of stuff going on in this episode, a lot to talk about here. Uh, so, first and foremost, this episode starts off, immediately we have Nier, almost out of nowhere, showing up in Japan, essentially anticipating this grand final confrontation uh, between the SPK and Kira. And Nier calls Light and is like, hey, I'm in Japan, let's put this Kira business to rest, sort of taunting, like, hey, I'm getting closer, I'm gonna get you. Uh, and so, we kind of have this big final battle teed up. We kind of have this big uh, final battle of wits teed up, ready to go, uh, starting off like this is beginning of the end, essentially. And so, in response to this, Light then has another meeting with Takeda. Now, the setup now with the Takeda meetings is they're doing audio-only surveillance on the task force side of things. And Light's essentially slipping Takeda notes uh, with her orders as they're having this fake conversation as camouflage. And so Light's, like, slipping Takeda these notes, and her orders are that she is now going to be judging criminals as Kira. She is now going to be acting as Kira. And essentially what he wants Mikami to do is send Takeda five pages from the Death Note. And create a fake notebook. That he will pretend to be killing criminals by writing in. Meanwhile, Takeda will be the one that's actually killing criminals with real pages of the real Death Note. So. That's where we're at now. <laughs> Takeda is now taking on the power of Kira. And I love the reaction. Like, 
where she has this big emotional response that they then have to camouflage as being in reaction to stuff that Light told Takeda to do in service of the task force. Uh, and they handle it very well. It's a very, very well written uh, moment. But essentially, Light is anticipating that Mir probably will at some point close in on Mikami and is essentially setting up a shell game. Essentially setting up a shell game for the real Death Note. So. As this is happening, almost on cue, Nier sort of deduces that there is someone else using Kira's powers on behalf of Kira. On behalf of Light Yagami. Uh, He refers to Light as El Kira. And this mysterious other person who now has the Death Note as X-Kira. Uh, he knows that X-Kira is who appointed Takeda as the new spokesperson. Uh, and he is pretty sure that the two Kiras are using Takeda as a go-between. Uh, in fact, he flat out asks Aizawa, hey... Those conversations with uh, with Takeda that uh, you've already made us aware are happening, uh, are they being surveilled by video or just audio? And Aizawa confirms it's audio only. And so now, Nier pretty much has confirmation. Okay, he's definitely slipping notes. There's definitely... They're definitely talking through Takeda. They're definitely having... The, the two Kiras are definitely having a conversation through Takeda. Passing orders through Takeda. And... Nier is then able to figure out, okay, well, X-Kira hired Takeda initially. So, it had... X-Kira then has to be someone who... Shares Kira's views, knows Takeda's views that are also sympathetic to Kira, and had to have had some form of way in which the two have at some point struck up a relationship. There has to be some opportunity for Mikami and Takeda to meet uh, so they can have fully had a chance to swap views. Mikami could, or, or X-Kira rather, could come up with, uh, yeah. So X-Kira could hear Takeda's pro-Kira views. And know Takeda well enough to know she'll be a good spokesperson. So it had to be all of those boxes. Shares Kira views, knows Takeda does the same, had to have an opportunity to get to know Takeda well enough to know she'd be a good spokesperson. And I kind of got ahead of myself on a Freudian slip there. Nier immediately is able to hone in on Mikami. Mikami uh, ticks every single one of those boxes. He is a fanatic. Uh, He knows that Takeda supports Kira. And Nier finds that debate that uh, Takeda hosted and Mikami participated in, where Mikami could have very easily talked to Takeda and very easily could have heard Takeda's 
pro Kira views. Uh, and I believe, if I remember correctly, uh, that debate actually featured Takeda uh, giving pro Kira stances before. So I believe, like, it wasn't just, like, a private discussion. I believe there was, like, public, okay, you can tell uh, Takeda's sympathies are leaning towards Kira. And then Mika, Mikami and Takeda uh, struck up a conversation behind the scenes where they went deeper into it, yada, yada, yada. But anyway, near finds Mikami, who ticks all those boxes. And so now we're like, okay, Mikami is probably ex-Kira. There's a very, very high likelihood of that. Now we need to follow him. Now we need to uh, surveil him and get the notebook and all that and apprehend him. Now, a big anchor point of this episode is (laughs) a... uh, A very uncomfortable confrontation between Misa and Takeda. And I say uncomfortable not just because uh, Misa and Takeda are very, very, very hostile towards each other. But, man, like, throughout this entire subplot throughout their little spat in the hallway, throughout uh, them getting dinner together, and Misa going on these, like, drunken rants, and Takeda almost gloating to Misa that, oh, light's gonna leave you for me, and all that, uh, very subtly, and all of that. Like, throughout this whole thing, it's just sad, because, like, these are two women who we, as the audience, know are being manipulated by a scumbag who we as the audience are very much aware are being manipulated are being preyed upon light is absolutely like taking their emotions uh taking advantage of their emotions taking advantage of their feelings for him it's just like this is sad because like we have these two women who are like both so in love with Light and so sure, like, Light loves me more, yada, yada, yada. And we have this typical, like, love triangle thing. But it has this toxic tinge to it where it's just like, no, you're both wrong. Light's using both of you. You're both puppets to him. He doesn't give a shit about either of you. Like, it's sad. It's so sad. Like, it's a culmination of so much of Light's toxicity Uh, So much of Light's toxicity towards Misa in particular. How he flip-flops so much on a whim, depending on Misa's usefulness to him. But then also adding Takada into the mix. Like, it's just... It's kind of heartbreaking. It really is. Because the entire time you know... No, they're both wrong. They're both wrong. Light's using both of them. Like... He's taking advantage of both of them. It's just like, oh, mm, mm, that dude's a scumbag. That dude is a full-blown scum. This is the saddest, saddest love triangle of all time. <laughs> it really is. It is the saddest love triangle there ever was or ever will be. Like, it's so unfortunate. Uh, but then all of this sort of leads to this ending. Where the SPK is following Mikami. Oh, I should 
I should mention, uh, one of the SPK members became a bodyguard for Takeda. So now, uh, they have someone on the inside watching Takeda and doing all that and reporting on Takeda and such. But anyway, not important to this ending. I just, I had to get that information out there. That's gonna be important at some point. Uh, anyway. SPK's following Mikami. And he looks normal. He looks fine. He's not doing anything incriminating until he gets on a train. And sees a woman getting attacked by some dude. He takes a picture of him with his cell phone. Takes out what looks a hell of a lot like the Death Note. Writes the name in. Leaves the train. Gets off the train. And then that dude dies. All in front of this SPK member. So, as far as the SPK knows, they just watched Mikami kill a dude. They watched Mikami kill a man. And now they're closing on Mikami, but there's still that cell phone picture. And just like, okay. Has the switch been made? Did he send that picture to Takeda? And did Takeda kill him? Like, mm? there's, there's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot there. And we will unpack it all in future episodes as we kind of, uh, as we kind of let this play out, as we kind of let this shell game that Light has set up uh, against Nier play out. Man, we only got four episodes left. We only got four episodes left in this show, and then it's done forever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, there's a lot coming up. Anyway, uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just push a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. If you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I'll be putting up there once every month. Or, if that's the work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing episode 34. Talk to you then. Hey guys, we have a lot of fun here discussing teenagers murdering people with magic notebooks. But while we sit talking about our favorite Japanese media, Asian Americans across this country are suffering from a monstrous wave of hatred, discrimination, and violence. This type of bigotry is nothing new. It's existed for, well, pretty much as long as America has been a thing. But it has increased dramatically over the past year in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic and the hateful rhetoric of former President Donald Trump. Average everyday Americans are being targeted every day for no reason other than the way they look, and they need your help. If you would like to help put an end to this horrific trend, please go to GoFundMe.com AAPI and donate whatever you can. That's GoFundMe.com slash A-A-P-I. Thank you.